growing up, how would you describe young Haley in hoops? What was I like? Awkward. Awkward. For people who do not know, Haley is the clumsiest person in the world. <clears throat> Here's a great story. Here's Haley. I think she's a freshman at Midi and they're going to a tournament and they're at this gym and the freshmen have to carry, I think they had to carry like a cooler with all the drinks in it, right? Oh my God. And Haley's at the very top in this gym and there's a bunch of steps. So here's the coach on the court, all the seniors, everybody, right? And then all of a sudden you heard this boom, 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 boom. I don't even have to look because then we know it was Haley and they're just looking and I look over and Haley says what Haley always says. I'm all right. I'm all right. Because that's what Haley does. Oh, my gosh. Another great story with Haley on the basketball I like, court. I feel like one story is good. Second story. Haley literally tripped on her own. Nobody near her when she was on the basketball court. I said, Haley, what happened? She goes, Mama, there was this gust of air that came in in the gym. And that gust of air with the closed door in the gym, the gust of air made me fall down. That's why I fell. Mom, you know I've never been a good liar. Everything shows in your face. Everything. You can't lie at all. It's nice. Okay, ready, Mom? Ready. Welcome back to Sometimes I Hoop. It's your host, Haley Jones. So regular season is officially over. And so for this episode, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. I've got a very special guest making their debut on the pod. So heading into postseason play, I'm joined by the woman who's been with me since day one. She is the most elite chef, the toughest coach I ever had. She brought that Southern hospitality to that West Coast and the best mama during the game. The one and only Miss Monique Jones, a.k.a. my mom. Welcome to the pod, mom. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Right off the bat, let's get into it. Who's the better hooper, you or dad? Who's taking it one-on-one? One-on-one? Do we mm-hmm. get to make different rules or just play by like normal rules? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if we're playing by your rules in any game, you're going to win. So let's play by everybody's rules. Oh, shoot. Then your dad's going to win if I have to play like normal rules. If we can like cheat a little bit and say he has to just go on the outside and just mm-hmm. inside game, then I'm going to win because I'm going to cheat. But yeah, I can't beat six foot seven. I don't know if I'd say cheat, but you do bend the rules just to tap. I bend them. I bend them. <laughs> I, I bent I bent them with you your whole life. I'm trying to beat you. So, I mean, what do you this think I'm going to do with your dad? This is true. This is true. The, the rivalry, the competition started before I was even in the picture. 100%. And so would you credit you or dad for getting me into basketball? Oh, that it's 100% me. 100%. 100% me. Oh, wow. That, that's a sure bet. That's a sure bet, mom. 100%. Like we eat, sleep, drink basketball. That's what it kind of always has been. We're happy. It's nice when your kid loves something that you love. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't something that you had loved, then we would have had to pivot if that was swimming or whatever that was going to be. But we were always big on you getting to try different things and just see what clicked for you. And Mm -hmm. we are lucky enough as parents that the thing we love the most, you love. Let's kind of get into the landscape of women's hoops. Now, now we talk about this often, but now we get to share it on the pod, a little bit of our banter we have going on. But we know a lot of top 25 teams have had tough final conference games heading into this postseason. For us, our road was tough. We had 25 USC, 17 UCLA, 
on the road at Colorado, double overtime, playing at altitude. You were there all yes. 50 minutes. I was gassed. Yeah. And then yeah. we had a tough loss at Utah, which ended up in us being co-conference champs. We won it outright, but we're co-conference champs. So watching these games, understanding what's at stake for us, what's going through your mind? Stress. Stress. <laughs> pure, pure stress. I explained to people, people look at me and they'll be like, gosh, you look like you lost weight. And I said, I go, Haley Jones has been the best diet these oh last four years. I appreciate that because it is pure pacing during mm-hmm. Haley's games, pure stress. And you look at you when you're playing and it's just straight calm, complete opposite, just calm, relaxed, in control. And I feel like I just, just want to vomit. Because it's just oh my so stressed gosh. out. It's just a whole different experience. I mean, I feel like I get that calm vibe from dad. Dad is what we saw, cool, calm, collected. And then you, Great. on the other hand, are like fireball of energy, ready to go. Like, let's go. And so like, I feel like at different times throughout the game, I'm able to channel both of you. So Correct. like in a double overtime game like Colorado, I'm trying to keep the team calm, everybody else calm. Right. But then like a big shot happens, somebody gets a block, whatever. But then you see that you of me come out and I'm screaming and I'm hyped up. Like you said, I'm chest bumping this and that. But right. I feel like all parents have a vibe, like acting at games. How would yeah. you describe your vibe to be in the stands? Well, I'm actually pretty chill during the games. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much just kind of watching, kind of, I guess we could say surveying kind of what is kind of like going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but me and your dad, how we communicate normally during the game, we'll normally just be texting each other because we don't mm-hmm. want people to know what we're thinking and what we're saying. So we'll like text each other. Be like, Did you see that? You see, they didn't even give Haley that call. She don't ever get that <laughs> oh call. You know, or I'll just be like, how come they don't ever want to give my child a you know, a foul call, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Your dad's like tapping me on the shoulder, like, right. So, mm-hmm. but you know, normally I'm, I'm pretty, pretty chill at the games with the exception of the last game. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you usually are pretty chill. I remember like watching the TV copies back of like the final four games and then they'll always <laughs> pan to you and dad in crunch time. And you're yeah. just sitting there just so calm. And I'm like, I've never seen this side of this woman. Like you're usually just ready to go. And you're just sitting there just praying, just praying. Come on, Haley, please, please. Praying, hands in my face, completely <laughs> just stressed out, mm-hmm. just saying, Lord, please help my child not get hurt today. It's all that kind of stuff that's going on the entire time. Yeah. Stress. Stress. Oh, stress. But I mean, looking outside the Pac-12, let's get into the Big Ten. We watched that Iowa game yesterday, upset number nice. two, Indiana. When Caitlin nice. Clark hit that three at the buzzer, you know, she's on the pod a couple of weeks ago talking about how that game was already sold out. Yeah. What did you think about that shot? Did you know it was going to go to her? Were you screaming at the TV? I know you're a TV yeller. What was happening in the house? I missed it. Straight yelling. When that shot came, we were screaming. We're like, Kate and Clark about to be Kate and Clark. Mm-hmm. And then she did that little one foot shot. And you're just like, oh, that is money. Yeah, you like, knew from the second left her hands. The it was second good. that she left, you're like, oh, that is good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a good game. Like, you don't ever count her out. She gets fired up and gets intense. She's a baller. She's going to she's going to lead her team just like you're going to lead your team. Mm-hmm. You guys know when you got to be calm, but you know when you got to like get them fired up and it's time to go. That was a fun game. We it had was. Sunday bunch of games. It was a good day. It was a good day. Yeah. Sunday was a good day. I mean, 
even outside of the Big Ten and the ACC, Notre yep. Dame got away with two close wins over Louisville, pretty close to each other. One in overtime when Olivia hit that shot. And yep. then they won, what, by another three at Louisville. And then right. you're going to have that cross little state rivalry. North Carolina beat Duke. And then that meant Duke didn't get a share of the conference title. And then right. Clemson just beat Florida State. I mean, the conference matchups are crazy. And I know sometimes you'll text me and you'll be like, Haley, are you watching this game? I'm like, no, ma'am. Like, I'm in class, whatever. But you're yep. on it. Do you? I'm just, on it. Like, what is it? Like, why? I feel like you're always on it. So what draws you to these games? How do you how do you keep track of everything going on? What is it? I just love watching women's basketball. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just fun to just watch. And then it's also just cool to watch it because a lot of these players you have relationships with. If yeah. that's from, you know, when you guys were younger playing, is that from Team USA playing? You guys just built a great rapport. So... Mm-hmm. When I was watching Indiana play Iowa, it was like, oh, there's Grace Berger. And that's somebody you went to Puerto Rico with, with Team USA. Mm -hmm. So there's always a connection with one of these teams, right? That's what's like really fun about it. Every single team, if you go to NC State, you know somebody. So you go to ACC, you're like, you're talking about Duke. That's Celeste Taylor. That's one of your teammates from USA Basketball. So it's like that USA Basketball that became like a family. Like mm-hmm. when you travel to Belarus, Latvia, you you bond. You bond. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to do. So we all became very tight. Yeah, so you're right. It's just fun to watch. I mean, it's interesting because I talk about with other people on the pod or just my friends about how we became such good friends. And so when I watch them and this and that, I'm like, I have connections. Like I'm looking for their games, this and that. But you also created connections, not only with the parents, but like with the kids as well. Talk to them after the game. Now you're rooting for them. So it's so cool to hear that like, now you keep track of everybody just as I do. But instead of talking to them after the game, you'll text their parent and be like, oh my gosh, she played so well, this and that. Like, it's so cool to see a separate network of camaraderie across women's college basketball outside of just the players. 100%. Example, when you play Tennessee, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of crazy. First time we went and played at Tennessee and we beat them, I went over to see Malika and to give her a hug. Here's all these Tennessee Vols just staring at us like, why are you coming over here to this section? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, it's all right. That's my girl. Like we like we cool. Yeah. And we're all taking like photo op and doing pictures. When the game is over, the game is over. And there's just yeah. that mutual respect. And that's what I love about the sport and how you guys carry yourself. A hundred percent. I mean, we talked a little bit about SEC bringing in, them into play, but, you know, we've kind of had this debate on the pod talking about the best conference, as you well know. So I think we've got to ask you, hopefully you will pad the stats, but from watching these past four years and knowing the hmm. landscape, yeah, what's the best conference? Pac-12. Right? There's no, there's no debate. That's what I've been trying to say. But I haven't told you my reasoning. So what, what's your reasoning for the Pac-12, Mom? First off, Pac-12, I believe, what do we have? Six teams that were ranked in like the like the top 25. Tell them. Uh, two years ago, you had two Pac-12 teams in the national championship game. Yep, yep, um, list them off. Uh, you know, you, got, you had Arizona and you have Stanford. Right mm-hmm. now, you're predicting two number one seeds of two Pac-12 teams. Uh-huh, precisely. that is with Utah that everybody is sleeping on. Everyone. Everybody. 
they're uh-huh. going to be all hard out. They Those are. sophomore girls on that team, they don't and play. They, mm-hmm. And you throw in Peely, you got that leadership. It's, they, they're tough. They are tough. They are clicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, a, that's a great coach right there. She mm-hmm. got them rocking. Last year when we played at Utah, I swear, there was under 500 people. Mm-hmm. This year when we played at Utah, there was over 8,000 people. Yeah, it was the loudest gym, period, I've ever played in. Period. You think that was the loudest gym? Louder than Columbia last year? Columbia, Gonzaga. Gonzaga was loud. Gonzaga was loud. But Utah, it was like, it was loud because it was like, this was their first time there. Yeah. So it was like this different intensity that they had. And I mean... They definitely were the six, seven, eight man out there mm-hmm. um, just, you know, rooting for their team. And it helped them. It helped mm-hmm. them. But Pac-12 is tough. Tough. I mean, I'm in complete agreement with you. No, no, no other debates here. We are on the same team. Yeah. But taking it back a little bit, you were a coach growing up and then you ended up being my coach. Yep. And as I mentioned earlier, as I introduced you, you were the toughest coach I have ever had. And what for you were the best and worst parts of being my coach? I think the best thing about being your coach was just being able to spend time with you. Mm -hmm. That was probably the best thing because that driving time, listening to music, getting to laugh on our way to practice, (laughs) on on our way to the game. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, a lot of times you probably didn't want to get a ride home with me. Yeah, But that would probably be some of the best times, just getting to bond with you. Uh, that's something that uh, is just beyond special. I think some of the worst times would be when you are a coach's kid, there's always coaches, most coaches who coach their kids, you're going to be harder on your kids. You have very different expectations because you want people to know that you earned it. Nothing was ever given to you. And I probably went to an extreme on that point to make sure that you were not treated with any type of favoritism whatsoever. I probably oh, yeah. was, I was, okay, Haley Jones. <laughs> I was probably, I was probably the hardest to you on that team. That was just what my expectations were also for you. So the hardest thing was watching you be upset when I'm being hard on you. But I hope you know that I always love you, mm-hmm. continue to love you, and always wanted the best for you. But it was always trying to do that fine line of being coach and mom. I think you would always kind of say to your friends who would want to play for me, you'd always say, look, you're used to my mom at home who bakes stuff for you guys who have fun. She's a completely different person on the court. Do you yeah. guys really want to do this? No, I mean, I definitely agree. I would say that the best times that we had, like you being my coach, some of the best parts were just getting to spend time together, do road trips together. You coached all of me and my best friends. So just hanging out, having team sleepovers, whatnot, having that time with you. But you're right. Like it was tough, especially being as young as I was and being yeah. not probably least favorite. I was the least favorite on the team. And so 100%. like, you know, <laughs> I <can't> lie. <laughs> Having having times where like if I don't make the free throw instead of just running with the team, you sit me at half court and I got to watch them or I get bench for X, Y, Z. And after the game, I'm trying to ride home with somebody else. And you're like, nope, get in the car. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Could any other parent please take me home? Like those times were tough. But I think since we 
have now and have always had such a close relationship when I was younger, it was harder to understand and like get home. And you were able to just get in the car and be like, okay, Haley, let's go get ice cream. And I'm like, no, like we're (laughs) fighting right now. I don't want to hang out with you. And you're like, come on, like, let's watch a movie. I'm like, no. But when I was younger, it was definitely hard to understand. But as I got older, I was able to gain more of an appreciation for having you be tough on me. It's been able to take coaching, be coachable, be open to new ideas, never be the person where like, I don't want to get corrected or this and that. I've always been able to take it. Yep. But yeah, it it was definitely a struggle when I was younger. I was like, I don't want to hang out with you right now. And you're like, get in the car. We still have family dinner. I'm like, okay, dad, save me. Dad, you pick me up. (laughs) You ain't helping me. Yeah. There was many a times we'd come home and your dad would have this look in his face like, so we talking? We not talking. And you, yeah. you do this look, you'd be like, I'm not talking right now. Mm-hmm. Just give you a few minutes. But always love, always love. All love. Okay, mom, talking about NIL, you've kind of taken on the role of being my momager here. Unpaid. So, yes, unpaid, unpaid That's intern manager, best out there. 100% full-time job. Well, back to the question at hand. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Outside of your job description, mm. what would be your do's and don'ts for the other momagers across the country? Hmm. Um, I think the main thing is listen to your kid, as in what they want to do, because we have to understand that they are now young adults mm-hmm. and kind of see what their vision is. You need to make sure that we understand that this is about your daughter and setting her up for success. Yeah. It is all about her, period. And anyone that gets into this and thinks it's something other than about helping your daughter succeed in life, then you're gonna have to check yourself on certain things. Mm -hmm. But it is about supporting them. That's good, mom. Thank you. Okay, mom. Well, before we let these other moms in, we're gonna do our vibe check session, okay? So these are going to be fast response answers. As fast as you can, okay? Okay, you're right, going right. to you're, you're gonna kill it. All so right, number ready, one, what is your biggest basketball ick about me? Uh, uh, how about you fall down? Oh my God, okay. Best game you've seen me play? Uh, 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 championship game, Final Four. Great answer. Best game, baller. Okay, worst game you've seen me play? Worst game. Uh-huh. Worst game. Can't name one. Come on. Can't name one. one. There's no T. Okay. Your worst game I've ever seen you seeing you play in. Uh-huh. Uh, oof. Which one do you think? What was your Damn. worst game? This isn't about me. This oh, I'm sorry. These aren't my uh, answers. Oh, jeez, uh, Haley. I, 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 can't, I can't name what I was You're saying. slacking. You know what, You're Haley? Slacking. You put so much pressure on yourself on every Mom. single game. Mom, Games next that you question. Go. Next question. Okay, Have sorry, you- ma'am. Have you heard anyone trash talk me in the stands? And what did you do? Yes, I have. Yeah, huh? What'd you do? You said something back. I know you did. Rip them apart. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> would you sorry. rather? Would you rather see me hit a game-winning shot or have a game-winning block? Shot. Uh huh. Would you rather see me get an and one or a three? Oh, and, and one. And one. And one. What's your best impersonation of me? Mm. Oh, is that me flexing? Flexing with no muscles. Flex, flex. You didn't need to say no muscles. Okay, if I wasn't a basketball player, what would you want me to be? I'd like you to be a judge. Okay. Is there any pregame ritual or superstition that you do before my game? Yes. 
I listen to gospel music. I knew it was going to be Kirk Franklin or there we go. Georgia Mass Choir. Okay. What did you say? Does dad have one? Uh, dad, dad makes me listen to all his rap music on the drive there. That's Lovely. his ritual. Yes. Okay. And then last one. What yeah. is, you got to give us your best pregame speech to me heading into the tournament. Off the noggin, off the dome. Haley, be you. Go out there, ball out. One of the things I always say to you, no mercy. No mercy. I've said this to you your entire life. Stop playing with people. Stop letting people think that they can play with you. Crush their hope. Leave no hope alive. It is game time. It is your time. Kill it. Kill it. Let's go. Let's get another championship. Let's go. That was very good. Thank very good. Much. I thought you were going to say something about track me, but you didn't. Nah, very surprised. What, I'm always yelling track me. Run them. You are. You Mismatch. Are. Run them, run them, run them. Let's go. All day. Yes, ma'am. Well, that was a great job on the rapid fire answers. Thank you very much. Okay, so since I've been hooping, I feel like you've always kind of created these relationships with the other moms. But specifically, as I've been hooping in college on Team USA, whatever it may be, you've gotten close with a lot of the moms on these teams that I've been on or played against. And to my knowledge, some of these relationships have evolved into what you now have coined. Or I don't know where, where it was coined, but what you tell me has become the Black Mama Network. That's right. So I need you to tell me, tell the people, what is the Black Mama Network? So... Black Mama Network is just a safe place for us to have conversations. Mm -hmm. We call it the vault. Mm. So what we talk about there stays there because you're dealing with different issues with having young Black female athletes. There's different things that they're going to be dealing with. And we as moms, so we're there just to really support each other and to help know how to support our daughters. What's wonderful is, is that there is zero competition between us. We are all always cheering for our daughter's success because how we look at it is every success that you have, that means that's opening a door for another person that looks like you. Mm -hmm. So we're always champion for one another. And I just couldn't ask for a better group. And I call this Black Mama Network. These are like my friends and they'll probably be my friends for life. Well, no, I mean, the Black Mama Network, I'm excited to get, you know, maybe not all that's, that is held within this vault, but just little snippets, get to know each mom that we're going to have on. But break it down for me a little bit percentage-wise. How much time within this network, within this group chat, how much time do you spend talking about actual basketball and how much time is gossip? What's, what's the percentage there? I'm going to say about, that's about 90% gossip, maybe about 10% <laughs> basketball, to be honest with you. 90% gossip, okay. Uh, because we just kind of get into it about whatever's going on in life. Yeah. You know, your dad likes to make this joke that he always knows when he walks into the room who I'm talking to because mm -hmm. he hears me say the phrase. Do you know what the phrase is, Haley? What? Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen. <laughs> he oh. knows I'm talking to somebody from Black Mama Network when he mm -hmm. hears, Listen. Listen, we can just get right into this. Our first mom to join our Black Woman Network podcast episode here, we have Miss RJ, mother of Atlanta Dream shooting guard, Ryan Howard, 2,000 point score when she was at Kentucky, number one pick in last year's 2022 WNBA draft and WNBA rookie of the year. Miss RJ, thank you for being here. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Haley. Hey, RJ, you look cute. I like your hair. 
Well, thank you, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where you? Where are you going? Hey. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. Okay. Oh, sorry, Haley. We we on your podcast. We sorry. No, no, We're no, sorry. no, ma'ams. I got you. I think we have another mom. I think we have Miss Cleone here. Oh, there she is. Hi, Miss Cleone. Can you hear us? Good evening. How are you? Good, good evening. <laughs> I can hear you, Haley. How are you? Thank you for joining. I am excellent. I, I have to give you an intro too. We, now we have Miss Cleone here, mom of National Player of the Year, Aaliyah Boston, coming in late night from the islands. I appreciate you being on so much. Love you very much for being on. Thank you. Lucky I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I have been on a plane since six this morning flying from South Carolina and I realized what time it was. Like, I'm not going to stay awake. And I kept saying only because it's Haley. But I'm awake. We have our newest mom here in the chat, Miss Malika. How are you? Thank you for joining. I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining. And I have to give you your quick humble brag as well as everyone else. Mom (laughs) of the Jordan Horston, Tennessee volunteer, superstar, all SEC for more. Amazing. Amazing. I'm Jordan's biggest fan as I am everyone's daughter in this chat. So I feel honored to have all of you guys here. <laughs> I'm just having a fangirl moment with all three, four of you, including you, mom. Fangirl of you too. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Malika. Well, I'm a fan. Hey. Of uh, all you ladies and all of you ladies' babies out oh, here doing their thing. <laughs> well, you guys are all moms of the SEC. Me and my mom, we are obviously biased towards the Pac-12. Pac-12. And a debate Uh-oh. on the podcast that Uh-oh. we had. There we go. <laughs> who, who has the best conference across the country? Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, AC, Big 12. What are your opinions? I need to hear. I mean, of course, you're going to throw in everything else, but we all know it's the SEC, right? Oh, I don't think Jesus. we do. <laughs> <laughs> this is three on one. This ain't right. The SEC. I mean, you got Tennessee, Powerhouse. I mean, i Played against them, powerhouse, mm. you know, South Carolina, powerhouse, Kentucky, not, I mean, they beat a powerhouse. <laughs> <but> <laughs> they beat two powerhouses, but, you know, not this year, but, you know, hey, you know, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, but, I think it's just a different, the parity in women's basketball has crossed the boards. Mm-hmm. However, Right now, I think they really sleeping on the SEC because I think that there's more teams that's in the SEC that should be ranked, but mm-hmm. we'll let that go. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> however, I watch a lot of basketball, and I just mm-hmm. think that they just, well, at least I know my child, she be in there, they be tearing her up. She can't get a call a lot of times. I feel like it's the SEC is just different. It's like that mm. get down and dirty uh, most of it is just very very physical to me that that's my opinion because that's what i mostly watch so you know you guys are all my elders here i respect all of your opinions <laughs> and I, <laughs> I take them all to heart you know so mom mom i'm gonna let you take this one i ain't got nothing to say <laughs> well you know we gonna say the pac-12 is one of the top teams because we got six teams that are ranked in that top 25 but yeah, I but you know, 
I would agree. And we SEC, probably played S- all of them. Yeah, and I, and I would agree. I would agree the SEC and the Pac-12 are two of the toughest conferences. Two yeah. of the toughest by yeah. far. And yeah. they and they go the furthest. They do. Right. And I do like and SEC is not two. Okay, oh, go. I'm oh, sorry. Man. I just <laughs> You see how these conversations work, right, Haley? Miss Cleo, Miss Cleo, even quiet. I need to hear. Listen, I, I, it, it doesn't even make sense for me to just add because you know I feel sorry for Monique. You know, it seems like those two over there on the side, but I have to agree. It's the SEC. I mean, when I think about Aliyah committing, and and we didn't even really consider, we like you know, but man, I'm so happy she went to the SEC and. Top two, not number two. Oh my God. You know what, Haley? Not y'all with the top two, not two. I need to get some new I need to get some new friends. (laughs) You need to get some West Coast friends. (laughs) I need to get some West Coast friends. All my all my black mama network is all in the SEC. All right, ma'am. That's right. Well, I, I'm stuck with y'all for life now, but I gotta I gotta bring some some Pac 12. Y'all are hilarious. But you know, Haley, you see you got that SEC love from all these Black Mama I Network do, people, right? I do. So, I yes, feel it. We I love feel you. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel the love. I appreciate when, the love. When we're not playing you, I am always rooting for you. So <laughs> I will say right. that. <laughs> Under, right. Understand. I, I get it. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> and we all know it's mutual across the board for all of our daughters. So oh, yeah. that's what's yes, pretty special yes. is we all support our daughters yes. and support each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, because you're going through a lot of the, the same things. Since we got all the moms on the pod, I just get to get all the tea here from you guys. <laughs> Do you have an embarrassing story of Ryan? Any superstitions that she had scored on the wrong basket? You got to give me something good. Well, um, let's see. Before a game, like she loves cabbage. When she was in high school, we would go to this tournament and we went to this tournament two years in a row. And it was like mm-hmm. a really good tournament. And like she would eat like two, three bowls of cabbage before she played. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. Cabbage is good, Haley. It is very good. But that next year, the coaches made sure that, you know, we went to that same restaurant and that they were going to have cabbage so that Mm -hmm. she could have cabbage, you know, before the game. (laughs) So, Uh but she, yeah, she loves cabbage. If she could eat cabbage every day, she would. You know, so I did, you know, fix it a lot. But that was one that, you know, really stood out. That is actually hilarious. <laughs> I two, I mean, I get cabbage is good, but two bowls of cabbage is crazy. I just cabbage could and white not rice do that. It's good. Cabbage and white, white rice. rice. White rice uh-uh. with some fried chicken. Ma'am. Really good. Before a game. But I'm sure that's great. But before a game is crazy. Look, we Southerners. We know how to eat. Uh-uh. Hey. <laughs> I had to bring you down south. I'm gonna need you to drop to number eight. <laughs> <laughs> number we already eight. had our talk. We already had our talk. The second y'all, it came out, y'all trying to work stuff behind the scenes. Uh-uh. Look, we were bring you back home to Georgia, Miss Cleon. I need to hear if there is some type of embarrassing story that you have about Aaliyah growing up with basketball. Something juicy for all the listeners that we have. Oh boy. You said something juicy. Mm-hmm. You really want my child to kill me. All right. Please, please. Oh my gosh. Haley. She cried when she lose. When she scored 50 points in a game and they lost 50 to 52. You're kidding. 
and she fouled out. And oh, then somebody no. else scored two more points at the very end of the game. And she cried for like a week. Oh, no. It was crazy. She cried for like a week. It was it was hard. I'll kind of ask this to all of you guys, but we'll start with you, Miss Malika, is when you guys are watching your daughter play, watching in the stands, close game, whatever it may be, what I asked my mom earlier, and she says she feels like she's pretty cool, calm, collected in the stands. But what is your vibes like watching your daughter play? Are you stressed out? Are you one of the stand-up yellers? Are we calm? Are we sitting in our chair? <laughs> What's the energy that you guys have watching your daughters play? Well, it depends on the score. Mm-hmm. It depends on the game. I usually sit down and just kind of sit in my seat. For the most part, I do have a tendency to yell at the refs. And I've worked on a lot in my, in my lifetime. During those moments when it's like crunch time, sometimes I'll stand up, I'll move around, I say a little prayer <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, and I cheer. I, I usually am pretty calm. I don't get real excited until it's like really close. And usually after the game starts, mm-hmm. I'm good. It's like right before the game, my stomach just turns like I'm about to play. Yep. Okay. What What about you, Miss RJ? What are the vibes? I'm either whether I'm sitting or standing. I'm pretty cool. Um, okay. I think coming from coaching to playing, I'm not that parent that you know wants all the attention on mm-hmm. me rather mm-hmm. than my kids. So yep. I just like Malika. I'm I'm just like okay, just go out, play your game. You know telling her but under my breath and you know have fun with it you know do what you need to do and you know and sometimes you know I will you know yell at her you know I'm like oh you know you you know she makes a mistake yeah for the most part I'm cheering for the team for everybody other than that I'm just kind of calm just watching Mm -hmm. the game want a good game you know the score whatever you know you get kind of tense but just there just calm okay there yeah (laughs) Okay, okay. And Miss Cleone, I feel like I know I feel like I know your vibes in the stands, but but you gotta you gotta let us in. I think you know it. You know it. I get extremely nervous uh-huh. and I have a belly ache. I, I sit and I keep talking to God. I do a lot of talking. I'm like, yeah. Don't think I'm doubting you. I know I've already asked this question, so please don't think I'm doubting you. And when the <laughs> Who said that I yell sometimes? I I don't yell. I keep saying, I don't care what you do. I Mm -hmm. don't care what you do, rest. You don't have the final say. God does. The people around me think it's crazy, but I have these conversations. And I remember the last game, the game, the Yukon game, the last one, I did that. Uh And the lady in front of me must have heard the words and she said, Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Hallelujah. That's good. It was so funny. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That is amazing. I see my mom in the stands whenever I'm on the bench and I try not to look over there because I know what she's thinking. Whenever I get subbed out, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. I feel the eyes dead at me. And I'm just like, oh, ma'am, please, please stop looking at me. I don't don't need this right now. Please. And I'm like, mom, please. What, Haley? What? Yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. And it's like any slight move that I have. And I know for my mom, 
the one thing that she hates, not the one thing she hates most, but one of her biggest things is when I, if I'm sitting on the bench and I cross my legs, she just gives me this look like, where do you think you are? You're at a basketball game. What are you doing? <laughs> she just thinks it's hilarious. But last question before we get into our rapid fire answers, which will close us off is, you know, I asked my mom before you guys got on, but it's when you guys hear people trash talking your daughter in the stands while you guys are at the games. I know my mom said, you know, she go, she going to say a little something back. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. But, you know, when you guys hear the trash talking in the stands, what's the response? What are we doing? Because y'all all said you're a pretty cool, calm, collected, but some something come out of you. I know something's got to come out of each and every one of you for it. Because it's your child now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with my baby. <laughs> exactly. You can say all you want about me. Mm-hmm. You can mama bear come come out. <laughs> you you gonna poke the bear. Well, here with Cleon say. Cleon's a nice <laughs> one. Yeah, I'm smiling. I know. That's why I was waiting. I was like, she's sending positive vibes. They probably don't say nothing about Leah. No, they do actually. We had a game recently um, that I flew up for, and I do remain calm. I I honestly do. But my husband heard it first, Mm. and he was sitting next to me, and and someone made a comment. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on the on the podcast, but uh, (laughs) the, the team was playing. And someone took the wrong and said, they're nothing but thugs. Oh, and, no. And my husband, now, wait a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. This was a recent uh-huh. game. And my uh-huh. husband took the wrong and said, you're calling these kids thugs? You're calling them thugs? And and I said, Algie, just leave him. Just just ignore him. And he's like, yes, they're nothing but thugs. And 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 my, so my husband went back and forth with him for a minute saying, you're calling them thugs? And, and I said, honey, just leave that. Leave it. It was like on clockwork of me telling him, leave it. It had a big move that happened. They doubled Aliyah and she did this big move and and scored. And I turned around and I said, that one is mine. And it's not nah, like I'm acknowledging my child is a thug, but uh-huh. I right. to know it doesn't right. matter what you say about her or her teammates. Right. You don't control their destiny. And honestly, when I hear stuff like that, and I pray about it, and I'm not just saying those words, I really do, it's because I tell Aaliyah all the time, you can't control what other people say or think about you. Only thing you can control is you. And when you alter the way you think and the way you behave based on what someone else says to you, then you now give the only thing you can control over to them to control it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have those conversations with her even as a college athlete, because when she leaves this arena and goes to the professional arena, you're going to meet the same thing or something worse. At oh, time. Yeah. You know, it's not saying I'm everything sure. is going to be the same thing, but we teach them and it's not to sweep it under the rug or to ignore it. You acknowledge it or, and you could respond, but you don't have to respond in the way they're responding. Right. Yeah. Because then you're now given someone else's control over something that you wouldn't have done or you would have done differently. So I just watched my husband and said, honey, you know what? Just leave it. Just mm-hmm. leave him alone. But I really couldn't resist. Man, When I, it was like clockwork. When she did, did that move, I said, that one is mine. That one <laughs> mm-hmm. is mine. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And this was recent, really recent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I oh, we can figure it out. I had, was hurt. And I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't really heard people say things around me except for last week. That was the first time, actually, in person. 
and they were sitting behind me. I can't even remember what she said, but I corrected her. Mm-hmm. I do. Like, I turned around. I think she said, well, she needs to do so. I said, well, what do you expect her to do? And I turned around and I looked right her in her face and she looked at me. Mm-hmm. Because my thing is, you can have your own opinion. And, and, I, and I give that to everyone, especially on social media. About once a year, I have to check somebody and then I just be like, okay, just get off of there and don't even pay attention to what people have to say. Once a year, I think that's good for me once a year. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because I'm like, if you have something to say, say it to my face. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't, then keep it to yourself or mm-hmm. tell a friend. Phone a friend. Phone <laughs> a friend. How about that? Phone <laughs> a friend. Love but, it. But yeah, I, I try to keep cool, but I usually haven't really had that many encounters in person. I'm sure they're talking though. I know it, but <laughs> don't say it to my face. Mm-hmm. I don't hear too much, uh, especially past high school. So, you know, I don't hear it directly. You know, if, if anything is said, mm-hmm. it's away from me. So, you know, I don't get to put my boxing gloves on or anything. But, <laughs> you know, uh, I do remember one year, it may have been her junior year in college, where I can tell when she, when, when she really starts to play and take over a game, Mm -hmm. Somebody has said something disrespectful to her, Mm -hmm. to one of her teammates, Mm -hmm. or to Mm -hmm. her coach. Mm -hmm. And we were at Alabama, and some guy was sitting, like, on the floor. I mean, like, just heckling her like she was a grown man. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. like, this is the game that she hit, like, you know, 46 points. You know, every time she'd shoot it and take a step back to where she's like right in front of his face and just look at him. Mm-hmm. So I text Christy Curry. I was like, listen, I know you don't run your program like this, but this man, and I took a good old picture of him. I said, if he don't leave my baby alone, I'm coming around there. And y'all going to have mm-hmm. security <laughs> out on me. Y'all right. going to have problems. Problems. <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> so she text back after the game and you know apologize or whatever but I mean I knew Christy from when I was coaching JUCO and she was at Purdue so mm-hmm. our you know relationship goes back further than the SEC you know the best conference so okay okay all right but uh yeah so but here now you know nobody really says anything you know they may say something to her but they do and that's when she really just takes over so mm-hmm. i don't know motivation you use it to fuel the fire that's the only way to use yeah. it but so for our vibe check the way that this works it's our last section here it is going to be rapid fire answers to these questions. So I'll, we're going to go in order. Miss RJ, Miss Cleon, then Miss Malika for every question. And it's going to be good. Quick is the key word here. Are we ready? <laughs> I believe. I believe. Okay. Right. So first question starting off is what is your biggest basketball ick about your daughter? My biggest ick for Ryan is she needs to take over sometimes. She needs to know when to take over. That's my biggest ick. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Good one. Miss Cleon. My biggest ache with Aaliyah is that when she barely touches someone, they fall and they get a phone call. And the when worst. people knock her down, she refused to even stagger and says, not me, mom. Like, like yeah. they're not going to punk me like that. And I'm like, 
just stagger and leave the refs call a, a offensive. Right, right. That's mine. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> Miss Malika, you got one. My biggest ick for Jordan is when sometimes if her shot is off and she puts her head down and she gets mm. frustrated mm. and I can see it on her face and I'm just like, shake it off and keep going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next play. Come on. Okay. Our next question is going to be, what is the best game you have seen your daughter play? Oh, gosh. In the SEC tournament uh, last year. Okay. Period. Okay. Period. The whole tournament. Uh, tournament. Period. Yes. yes. The whole period. tournament. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Miss Cleone. She did show out. Um, I think oh, one of the best games that I've seen Aaliyah play was a game against... Holy cow, I think it was Florida. I'm trying to remember. Oh, but against Miss RJ's alma mater against Florida. Okay. <laughs> I think it was Florida. I, I don't want to mix it up, but I thought it would have just been a one of those games, but she went perfect for perfect, like 13 for 13 from the, from the field. That's and a good it, one. It looked like it was so much fun for her. She just enjoyed it and she didn't, you know, it, it was just awesome. We let her. okay Miss Malika you got one one of my favorite games that I can think of off my head is against Texas last year we went into overtime Mm -hmm. and she just was doing everything in that game she just I remember she took over she took over you took over that game and I just remember a lot of the moves like she had double double this she had she just did everything. I mean, that, that was probably one of my best games. And I was in the building. In mm. that game, my stomach was hurting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When they went over time. Yeah. So, stomach yeah. turning. Stomach turning. Yeah. Yes. Uh-uh. yes. Okay. Our next one is Would you guys rather see your daughter hit a game winning shot or have a game winning steal or block? The block. Because I, mm. I love, no, the steal. Because okay. I, I love I okay. love her on defense. That that's mm-hmm. my favorite part of her game. Okay, Miss Cleone. I think I want to see her hit that game winning shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a good one. Okay, Miss Malika. Game winning shot. Mm-hmm. Me too. My favorite. She's hit a lot of those <laughs> along the way. The shot. Would you guys rather see them get an and one or a three pointer? Um, a step back three. Oh, oh, I love the specifics. Love the Step specifics. <laughs> okay. Okay, Miss Cleone. And and one. Mm-hmm. And one. Uh-huh. And one. And one. She gets more animated. And she doesn't get very animated mm-hmm. very often. But she walks for that shot and you and you follow in the process. Or actually, not when you follow in the process, when she finally gets the call <laughs> for the foul in the process. <laughs> Right, get the call. Get the call. Gotta get the call. Get the call. Get the call. I would say N1. Okay, N1. N1. Yeah. If your daughter wasn't a basketball player, what would you want her to be? I think I want Ryan to be a graphic designer because, you know, she's into that art stuff. So Mm -hmm. that's good. Miss Cleon? Um, I, a tennis player because that's the only other sport that she really played and really, really she excelled at it. Tennis, okay, Miss Malika. 
I wouldn't want her to be whatever she would want to be. <laughs> oh, good answer. Good I don't have a specific. I almost said that. <laughs> everything that Jordan has done, she has excelled. Tennis, mm. soccer, track, cheerleading. Like, of course, cheerleading. Yes. <laughs> for I really wanted her to be a dancer. One of mm. my kids to be dancers because I danced growing up. So. But whatever it is that God puts in her heart to do, that's what I would want her to do. Good answer. Okay. And then my last question for each of you is when your daughter's going into a big game, a big event, whatever it is, what is the one thing that you're going to say, like a pregame speech or just like some words of encouragement? Do you have a go-to thing that you say to them before they go into this big match? I do. Um Gosh, what is it? It's play hard, play smart, have fun. That's what it is. Miss Cleone, you got yours? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I have the same routine before every game, whether it's a big game or a small game. I send her and a couple of the players whose names and numbers I have saved uh, a quote or a motivational one. And I just pulled up the last one right before their last game um, mm-hmm. that we just had on senior day. And that one was, it said, victory. But thank God for letting... Our Lord Jesus Christ give us the victory. First Corinthians 15, 57. That was the last one I sent them. Every game, like clockwork, I find something else to remind them that they are already successful with God's help and just stay focused, teamwork, whatever it may be. I, I tie it into to why they should be believing and, and send it to them. Every that's game. That's good. Okay, that's good. Miss Malika? Yes, for since Jordan was in high school, every day, every morning when she would get up on game day, I send her a text message. And I've been doing that for the last four years, every game, every morning. A lot of times it's particularly to whatever I feel like she needs to focus on. But it's always a prayer. Whatever God put on my heart, I just send that to her. Amazing. Well... Thank you to all three of you guys for joining and thank you mom for being here. But you know, to my mom and my three extra moms across the country, love you all very much. Thank you so much for being on. Love you. <laughs> thank you for having us. Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you, Haley. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> this has been so much fun. We'll be back during the tournament. So stay tuned to follow all the madness. Bye mamas. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Sometimes I Hoop. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Haley.Jones, that's no I in Haley, and three S's in Jones, to get all the Sometimes I Hoop content. You can also watch the episodes on the Players' Tribune YouTube page. Thanks again for all your support. The Players' Tribune.com.